0: You're listening to the Assembly Call IU podcast and Post Game show. The place where Indiana fans across the globe hang out online after every IU basketball game. If you want to get more out of being an IU basketball fan, then make sure you're subscribed to our email newsletter. Go to assemblycall.com slash join today and sign up for free. That's assemblycall.com slash join. This episode of The Assembly Call is brought to you by Crane Credit Union. Get a $150 deposit into your new Crane Credit Union checking account when you get e-statements, have direct deposit, and use your debit card. Plus, there's no monthly service charges and no minimum balance to open your account. Stop into any of Crane Credit Union's 14 locations or visit their website at cranecu.org for more information. That's cranecu.org. Crane Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. And now get ready for another brand new edition of the Assembly Call. Welcome, Hoosier fans, to another off-season episode of The Assembly Call. I'm your host, Jared Morris, and I've got a little impromptu episode for you here on a Friday afternoon. Uh, Last night, as I'm sure you know by now, Al Durham. Reaffirmed his commitment to Indiana University after a meeting with Archie Miller. He tweeted it out last night, actually, right as we were finishing up our recording of Assembly Call Radio. So we appreciate the timing, Al, so that we could mention that uh, on the radio show today. Uh, But I exchanged some Twitter messages with Al, and he was kind enough to give us some time today and come on the show. And so just wrapped a nice 20 minute interview with him, asked him a wide range of questions. And I think you really appreciate his insight uh, and and just some of the things that he says about the type of player that he is. Uh, how he responds to people you know who who talk about how he's rated a little bit lower than some other guys whether that helps drive him and puts a chip on his shoulder uh, what the meeting with Archie Miller was like and and just what kind of player he is and what kind of player uh, and what kind of game he will be bringing to Bloomington so that is all coming up right here on this episode of the assembly call I will give you a quick warning uh, Al's audio isn't great the first couple of minutes but it gets better after that so you should still be able to hear most of what he says at the beginning, uh, but just fight through it, and it does get much better after the first couple of questions. So without further ado, here is my interview with incoming IU freshman, Aljamie Al Durham. And uh, I guess, Al, let me start by just saying congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. I think uh, I speak on behalf of all IU fans when I say that we were really excited to see that announcement last night. What uh what was it about your conversation with Coach Miller that, that made you wanna wanna reaffirm your commitment to IU?
1: Um, he reassured that I was one at IU. Basically he let me know where I would stand in his basically where I would play in his offense. I mean his and his style of play, where I would play, and how I would play and how I would develop as a person and a man and his system.
0: Very nice. And I, I, I believe I read your dad said that you guys watched some film together, right, of some of his teams at yeah. Dayton? hmm So was he kind of like showing you guys like Scoochie Smith and other guards that he's had and, and kind of how he envisions you fitting in on both the offensive and defensive end?
1: Yeah, he showed me all of that. He showed me how Scooch had developed over his four years and how he really took off when he got the hang of it and how he developed him and how he got him where he needed to be to perform.
0: Awesome, so what was your first impression of Archie? Was that was meeting him in person? Was that the first chance that you had to actually talk with him, or had you talked to him before?
1: I've talked to him before over the phone and through text, so I had known him. But it was different in person. I think it's just different meeting people in person. Yeah, I feel like that's better than just talking over it, like internet and text and all that stuff. But it was a great impression, great face to face impression. I really liked him as a person and as a coach and you know I like his style of play and his system and I like his envisionment his envisionment for me.
0: And what you know, obviously when you first committed to Indiana and signed your letter of intent, you did that for for Coach Crean, you know, and obviously Coach yeah. Crean is gone. What was your reaction uh when Coach Crean was fired initially?
1: Well it was like it was a hard job. It was a shocker to me. I, did, I couldn't believe it until like, it, it was like I really went to go look it up, and I was like, "Dang, yeah." I wouldn't expected this to happen in a million years. Yeah,
0: and 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 I, you know, obviously, then you announced that you were, you know, you wanted to get out of your letter of intent, or at least have the chance to talk to the coach first. Was that just a matter of you know, kind of wanting to get comfortable with the new coach, wanting to explore some options? What what led you to 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 kind of want to want to take a step back?
1: Um, when they fired Cream, I didn't know who they were going to bring in. So I wanted to get my release because I wasn't sure who they were going to bring in. Like, what if they would have brought in someone that didn't like me? Thank God they brought in Archie because he likes me, so that's good. But what if they would have brought in someone else that didn't fit me or didn't like my style of play? And then I would have been, like, stuck. So I wanted to take a step back and look and get to basically get a feel of what else is there just in case if they brought in somebody else different, but they brought in Archie and we talked and we hit it off perfectly and I'm back at Indiana.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I think it was a really mature decision that you made and a, and a really mature way to go about it all. Uh, obviously, we're all happy that you decided to stick with Indiana in the end, but I think that was the right thing to do. What? Uh, yeah. h- how are Coach Miller and Coach Crean similar and how are they different?
1: Um. Basically, they're similar in coaching-wise. They're both very highly educated in the game of basketball. They've been through things. They've coached under some great coaches. They've been through it. They know the game. So that's one way they're alike. And their personalities are a little different, I think. But I feel like they're more alike in basketball terms. And personality-wise, they're two different people.
0: Is there did Archie talk with you at all last night about his his playing career because obviously he played at NC State was you know a fantastic yeah. shooter one of the best players in NC state history how how much does that mean to you you know being coached by a guy who's kind of been out there and done it you know and has some skins on the wall as a player
1: because he's been through it I, I did my research I know about him <laughs> so I I I know about his history and him going through it and him being able to be able to have his track record of him playing in it is just something that you can connect with. Basically, he knows what he's talking about. He's been through it. He knows basically the ins and outs. So that can only help me as a point guard to come in and just basically learn from him and take in all the all the um the great knowledge he has and just take it in.
0: Yeah. You know, we got, when I mentioned that we were doing this interview today, we got a lot of questions on Twitter. You know, people obviously curious uh-huh. about uh, about you and, and how you view yourself, especially, and one of the questions that we got, and this came in from Brent, is do you consider uh-huh. yourself more of a combo guard or more of a pure point guard? It sounded like, from what you said right there, that you consider yourself a point guard.
1: Um, I consider myself a point guard, but I can play off the ball if need be. Yeah. But I am... A point guard, I'll play point guard. But if Coach Miller needs me to play off the ball, I'll play off the ball.
0: How would you describe your playing style in general? Versatile. Versatile.
1: I can do multiple things. I play defense. I can score. I can get all my teammates involved, rebound. It's just a lot of things I can do other than just one instead of limiting myself, I like to expand my game as much as possible.
0: What do you, if you had to say what your greatest strength was as a player, what, what do you think it is?
1: Um, my greatest strength is I would say, um, probably attacking. Attacking and I'm slashing. Yeah. That would be my greatest, yeah, my greatest thing right now.
0: I know just from reading scouting reports of you, and you know watching video of you in high school, and just seeing some of the stats. It seems like you're a guy who does attack the basket, that you get to the free throw line a lot, and that's actually something. Yeah, yeah, and and that's something that Archie's guards were certainly known for at Dayton. Did you guys talk about that at all? I mean, his
1: yeah, we talked about that a lot. He told me he wants his guards to be ultra aggressive, get to the line, get to the basket, finish, and draw fouls and shoot a lot of free throws. Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, that connects with me perfectly."
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, what about shooting? Because obviously, that's kind of been cited as maybe you know one of the weaknesses of your game or things that you need to improve on. How how do you feel your shooting is coming along?
1: I feel like my shooting is perfectly fine. Like I can really shoot it, and I've been working on consistently knocking it down. So it's been coming along very well.
0: Yeah. Very good. Very good. What about on the other side of the ball, Uh, from the from a defensive standpoint? What's your approach?
1: Defense standpoint is basically not to let my man score. I take pride in, in help defense and all that stuff. I take pride in my man scoring on me. I don't want him to score at all. So I take pride in defense, and it's just a personal thing to me. Like If your man scores on you, it's just a personal thing that to not let him score again.
0: You know, one of the things I've I've liked most about you since you committed is your enthusiasm for IU. And I noticed, you know, on Twitter a lot of times last year during games, you'd be watching games and cheering on the Hoosiers. I, I'm curious, you know, with that defensive mentality that you have, what was it like watching Indiana play defense last year? Because at times, you know, obviously they struggled on the defensive end.
1: At times they had their lapses, but I feel like basically they had it together as just, they couldn't – sometimes they just couldn't click. It wasn't always on the defensive end. It was just – sometimes it was just, like, some silly mistakes, I would say. Yeah. And it's just, like, they couldn't get it. Like, they couldn't get it. But they clicked some games, and then some games it seemed like they didn't click. But they, I think they were perfectly fine. I think they had a well season. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Like, they did a, a perfectly fine job, I think.
0: Why do you think sometimes – teams you know do click some games on defense and don't click other times is that a mentality thing is that like in your experience i mean you've obviously played tons of basketball how come sometimes mm-hmm. you click one game and you don't another game
1: um for me personally i think it's just sometimes it basically is you gotta want to play defense i think yeah i've always been taught you gotta want to play defense just as much as you want to play offense and you gotta want to stop your defender from scoring. And you want – and it's just been a personal thing. So personally, you just got to man up and be like, they're not scoring anymore. Like, they're not going to just keep scoring so easily. Or we're going to do something to stop them from scoring like they are right now.
0: Did Coach Miller talk with you about that? Because I know he's mentioned a few times wanting yeah. to bring more of a toughness on the defensive end.
1: Yeah, he talked He talked to me about his time that day and how they, had, they recruited kids with chips on their shoulders. That, like, basically – Wanted to get after They had a chip on their shoulder. They wanted to beat the big-name team. So basically, just bringing that mentality to Indiana, I think, is great, honestly.
0: Do you consider yourself someone with a chip on your shoulder? Highly, I do.
1: I play with, <laughs> I play with a huge chip on my shoulder because I have so much. It's just a huge chip on my shoulder. I just say that. I'll leave it at that
0: do you think that that's at all because maybe some people, you know, have doubted you or not ranked you as highly as other people? Like, does that kind of thing drive you, or do you not pay attention to that?
1: It drives me. uh, All of this is motivation to me, basically, to prove, basically, that numbers and rankings don't mean a thing. It all drives me. It all just fuel to the fire and makes me want to succeed even more just to prove them wrong.
0: So how do you think, you know, coming in next year, you know, based on, and obviously there's still some guys that have decisions to make and we don't know what the full roster will be, but, you know, based Mm -hmm. on, you know, kind of what we know of the roster, what you know of the guys, your conversation with Coach Miller, how do you think you can come in and impact the program as soon as next year?
1: Um, I can come in basically and be a point guard, be a decision maker, make plays for others and score when need be. I can come in, get my – get the wings open, get the ball in the post. I can come in, I can shoot, I can get to the rim, I can do a lot of things, and I can play defense. So I just come in with a mentality to do whatever it needs be for my team to win, and I'll get it done.
0: Is there anyone on the current Indiana roster that you're kind of just dying to challenge and practice and go up against?
1: Uh, I'm just ready to challenge everybody, honestly. I'm ready to get there and just, Make make my team as best as possibly I can. Basically, get there and just work my hardest and push myself the hardest and just go hard.
0: for For people who haven't seen you play, and certainly you know anybody who hasn't, I'd recommend you know that you check out some of the videos, and I'll post a few of those videos in the show notes. But for anybody who mm-hmm. hasn't seen you play, is there anybody you know in college now or in the NBA that you pattern your game after, or that you think you have a similar style to that would give people kind of a good comparison uh, for what you'll bring to the table?
1: Um, I try not to do that. I try to like be myself, and I want to be like myself. I don't try to pattern my game after anybody because um, I want to be just like myself. I want to be Aljamie Al Doom. I just want to be myself. I don't like to pattern my game. I just I like to keep it versatile and just play my
0: game. And do you do you prefer going by Al or Aljamie?
1: Um, it is honestly whatever it is. Comfortable with anybody. I I'll go with Al, or if you want to call me Al Jimmy, that's my government name. I'll be called Jimmy.
0: And is that? Are you a junior? Is that your dad's name too? I'm not a junior. Okay. But yeah. All right. And have you decided yet what number you're going to wear?
1: Um, I would like to wear number one, but if I don't wear number one, then I'll have to decide when I get there.
0: Is that? Did you wear number one in high school? Yes, I did. Okay. So I guess we'll have to see what James decides to do, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did your how did your high school season go this past year? Um, we fell a little short in the Sweet 16
1: to the team that won State's Tiff County. So it ended a little short, but, I mean, it, it is what it is. They won State. So to hats off to them, they were a great team, but we would like to have gone farther.
0: How, I mean, individually for you, obviously, you sound disappointed that the team didn't go further. How how did you feel you did personally in terms of growing as a player, you know, getting better from your junior year to your senior year?
1: Personally, I think I've grown a lot. I averaged 27 and 5, I think, my finish in my senior year. So I
0: think I've grown tremendously
1: from my junior year to my senior year, and it's just only up from here.
0: 27 points, 5 assists.
1: 20 points, seven assists, five. No, seven rebounds, five
0: assists. Oh, gotcha. 27 and five. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And who who else did you get to go up against in high school? Like anybody that we would know that's playing in college now that you got to, to battle in high school?
1: Oh, not in high school. But AAU, I played against um, anybody you can call the name right now in college basketball.
0: And you played, correct me if I'm wrong, but you played at the EYBL tournament, right? Yes, I played with the EYBL. And how I I think just from looking at the stats, that's where I saw that I think you led the entire circuit in free throw percentage or number of free throws taken, right? It was something yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, me and me and Colin, me and my teammate Colin, kind of we led the um, league in free throw attempts.
0: What was that experience like? What did you What did you learn from going up against some of the best high school players in the country?
1: Um, I've always been told basically that the UIPL circuit is just like. It's basically the top circuit, and if you could play on that circuit, you could play college basketball at the highest level possible. So me being able to perform on that stage is just it's good. But knowing that I draw a lot of fouls, I get to the free throw line, is always a great thing because that's just free points, and it's just getting the um, defense in foul trouble is just a big thing. It's a big part of the game, and shooting free throws is a big part of the game.
0: How do you balance – a a willingness and a desire to take contact and to drive hard into the lane and be tough, with also trying to stay healthy because you know obviously you take that much contact you know you run the risk of getting hurt. H- how do you maintain yeah. a fearless attitude but also you know try and protect yourself so you can be out there for thirty games?
1: Um, that's when the strength comes in. You gotta be able to take that contact, but you always gotta you also gotta know when to go and when to just stop and just basically shoot a short jump shot instead of going all the way. And that's what I've been working on, just stopping and pulling up instead of taking all that contact, but also being able to take the contact and still go in without getting hurt.
0: Are you feeling pretty good with your your pull-up or kind of your little mid-range floater if people start overplaying you?
1: Most definitely I am.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So going back to your decision to come to Indiana in the first place, what was it about Bloomington and IU basketball that, that made you want to commit and that's had you so excited ever since you did?
1: Um, every time I came to Indiana, I had the best time of my life. No, I don't think any school compared at all. The school-wise, education-wise, is great. The basketball program speaks for itself. Indiana basketball is one of the top programs. Known to man, I know that for a fact. And basically just the basketball and the atmosphere and just how the fans support them so much is just a great thing, and I loved it since day one.
0: What all games did you get to go to at Assembly Hall?
1: Uh, At Assembly Hall this year, I didn't get to catch any because my schedule conflicted with theirs, but I caught them at Ohio State and I caught them at Georgia Tech.
0: Okay, and have, have you been to a game at Assembly Hall before, though? Yes, I. Have. Okay. Any were, were any went, of those games just going crazy?
1: I went to the Maryland one. I think the year before this one, the last, the last regular season game. I mm. think that was for the Big Ten championship. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I went to that game, and it was an absolutely amazing.
0: That was a great game. Indiana played phenomenal that day. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what did you learn, if anything, from watching Yogi Ferrell play at Indiana? Obviously, he you know plays a similar position to you.
1: That I learned a lot from Yogi Ferrell, just watching him, how he got everyone involved, but also he was fearless. He did what he had to do to win. If it was scoring, if it was getting everybody involved, and he was talking on defense, he played defense. He just did everything for his team. To make sure they were in a great position to win.
0: So, as you kind of look toward the future now, I mean, this decision is behind you. You know, you're ready to, uh, you know, to be a Hoosier. What are you going to be doing in the meantime between now and when you get to campus? And when are you planning on getting to campus? I'm
1: working out two, three times a day, and when I get to campus, I'll probably be there in June. In June, so I'll be there for summer.
0: Okay, so good. So you'll be able to go through the whole summer program and and get acclimated with the guys and everything. Yes, sir. Very nice. And how, you know, once the season starts, how do you predict that first moment's going to feel when you step out, you know, into Simon Scott Assembly Hall in front of all the Hoosier faithful? What do you think that moment's going to be like?
1: Uh, I feel like it's going to be like every person's, like, first high school game first. But I feel like it's going to be more dramatic. I feel like it's going to be more meaningful. But it's just like everybody's first game, somewhere new. You get the butterfly. You just don't want to mess up. You just want to play your best. But I feel like I'll be okay. I feel like I'll be prepared. For, I'll be prepared
0: for the moment. Yeah. So my last question for you, Alan. And again, I really appreciate you taking the time with us today. No if you could deliver just a message to all the Indiana fans that are listening to this, all the fans that are obviously excited to see you suit up as a Hoosier next year about you know what kind of player they're getting in, in Al Durham, what kind of player is going to be showing up to play next year, what would you tell all the IU fans?
1: I'd tell them they'll be getting an energetic player that I would be happy to play with Hoosier across his chest, and I can't wait for the season to come.
0: That's awesome, man. Well, hey, we uh, again, congratulations on on a great decision. We're excited to watch you uh, in the cream and crimson next year, and uh, have a thank great weekend, man. Appreciate the time.
1: All right, thank you for calling. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Assembly Call. If you want to support the show please share the assembly call with a friend or family member who loves IU basketball like you do. You can also visit assemblycall.com support to learn a few ways you can help from donating to grabbing official assembly call gear to buying IU merchandise that you'd buy anyway, but using our special affiliate links, which get us a commission. We rely on the support of audience members like you to keep the assembly call alive and growing. Once again, the URL is assemblycall.com slash support. Thank you, and as always, go Hoosiers. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys, for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers... And more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.
1: Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate.